All right, yo, it's been a while. It's uh, Cronus, a.k.a. Rasan, or otherwise known as somebody. I don't know which one comes first anymore. Uh, and I'm here again with... Mr. X. And the Jits cast is finally back. Uh, sorry it's been a while. I've been busy. I've been dealing with an injury. But uh, we'll get to that later. Today's my 40th birthday. Yeah, I just old man. Yeah, yeah, keep it up with you uh, youngish guys. You're not really young, so... You're, how old are you? You're like 30? 37. 37, yeah. So you're not too far behind. So how you been, man? What have you been up to? Good. Just busy, working, uh, being a dad, obviously. Yeah. I'm trying to fit jiu-jitsu in between. Yeah, it's rough, because uh, how old are your kids now? Nine and four. See, Chris. Nine and four. Those are, that's a, those are good ages. Yeah. The <laughs> oldest one just started uh, third grade uh, on Thursday, so she's now third grade and almost as tall as me, which is kind of scary. Yeah, she is super tall, man. <laughs> I wish that she would stick with jiu-jitsu because she has the long legs. Yeah, she would go to triangles and stuff, man. She has the traditional jiu-jitsu body, unlike your dad. Unlike her dad. Yeah. He's got I'm the kid body. I yeah. got the jiu-jitsu dad bud. Yeah. And uh, what about, you think Charlotte's going to do any jiu-jitsu when she gets a little older? Uh, I hope so. She's uh, full of energy. Yeah. Over here running around. See? You hear her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's uh, get to some jits. Uh, so like I said before, I got... I got injured, uh, but I didn't stop doing jiu-jitsu. So what happened was probably like a month, month and a half ago, I was uh, rolling with a buddy of mine. We we're doing some nogi and he jumped guard and uh, he did this thing where you jump guard and then he put his legs lower uh, down my leg. So he's like, make it so my, both of my legs were like stuck together and he grabbed my right hand. And so I thought I could jump out of his guard that was slipping down my body. And so when I went to go jump, he still had my arm, so I couldn't post. And so I ended up falling directly on my head and like hit it Oof. like this and like just crunched everything that way. So uh, I thought it was okay, adrenaline was still going. So I, I kept rolling for a little bit longer. I knew it was messed up because I heard like multiple crunches in my neck. So uh, I started, started driving home, my neck started getting stiffer and stiffer and stiffer. And then I couldn't look around anymore. So I ended up going to the emergency room. They did a, a MRI and they said I have a cervical neck sprain. So I had to uh, recover from that. I've been doing a lot of physical therapy and I have range of motion back for the most part, but if somebody pressures my head this way, uh, I just have to tap. So when you watch the video of me rolling for, uh, for 40 minutes, you'll see that I just, I'll tap her. Like somebody threw up a Kimura, and as soon as they, the, the leg went to my neck, I just tapped. Another guy used just, just shoulder pressure, and I just had to tap. I, I just can't, uh, I don't want to re-injure it, <laughs> so I'll just tap a little early. But I did a pretty good, pretty good roll. I did a 40-minute roll um, straight with uh, fresh partners every, what, five minutes, four and a half minutes, something like that? Five minutes, I think. Four, yeah. Four, you had eight partners? Yeah. Pretty good. So it's, it's, it's pretty good. I, I thought I was going to do a lot worse, but uh, I hung in there. And, and with some of the guys, I kind of went for some quick submissions, like leg locks and stuff, because I was just like, I need to get at least some taps in here. Well, you didn't start with a black belt this time. So. No, no. <laughs> that was the, the, the first time I did this, when I was, what, 37, I think it was? Something like that. Yeah, the first time I did, like, the minute roll per year, uh, I started with Mauricio first, and that was fucking disastrous, because he, <laughs> he cooked me for, like, 10 minutes and just, just destroyed me, and I was dead the whole, the whole time, so... But this time he was in the middle, so he still fucked me up, but it wasn't quite as bad. Plus, I'm a little better now, so I, I hung in there. So, uh, what have you been working on with uh, your jiu-jitsu game so far? Um, what's, what's new? Nothing new. I mean, always, lately, I've just been working on a lot of uh, starting from a uh, half guard or starting from my back and trying to work on defense and reversals. Nice, nice. Stuff like that, you know. Um, me being a bigger guy, uh, stronger for the most part, I, you know, when I was new and didn't know really what I was, you know, doing and just uh, trying to use my strength and weight and my advantage, you know, I tend to like use that top pressure and use the, you know, my strength to submit people. And it wasn't, you know, really teaching me technique as much as yeah. it was uh, 
just me overpowering people, you know. And, you know, it's good for tournaments and stuff, but when it comes to like, uh, you know, trying to um, evolve your game and stuff, it kind of doesn't really teach me much other than, you know, overpowering people. So I want to try now work on stuff like, you know, more technique and, you know, having people on top of me and trying to me, trying to, you know, not use my weight as my advantage, but use technique and uh, positioning to my advantage. Whereas, you know, either gain upper hand with reversals or submissions or half guard. Uh, defense and techniques and stuff like that. Yeah, I think especially now that we're both purple belts, it's like, uh, I mean, we used to be roughly the same size and roughly the same strength. And uh, I noticed now as a purple belt, you kind of have to rely on technique more because a lot of these guys, they, uh, they'll just add technique us. You know, if, they, if we're stronger, they usually have better technique. So that's why I tried to just focus more on, on techniques and like really focusing on super tight submissions and super tight uh, position holds. So if I'm, you know, in a half guard or something like that, I'm trying to stay very tight. And trying to pick the guy if I'm going to do the knee on belly, I'm making sure it's as tight as possible and leaving not as much, uh, as many openings. Because before, you know, I could power out of stuff, but mm -hmm. a lot of these purple belts, they can, you know, it's, a, it's like chess, they can see, you know, three, four, or five moves ahead. And if you're just a guy that's, you know, using a lot of strength, you might strength out of one move, but you're just falling right into another move. So um, I guess for me, learning how to work my way around all that stuff has been uh, really invaluable with, you know, rolling with higher belts. And even now with the injury with, uh, with lower belts, just knowing, you know, where I want to get to before they even know what I'm doing, you know, because I, I, you know, at this point I need to protect my neck as much as possible. And so I'm trying to keep away, trying to keep them away from me as, as much as possible, which I think in the long run will probably be better. That way people don't get a hold of my neck as much because I, mm -hmm. I realized that I was relying too much on my neck strength because I had, used to have a pretty strong neck. Um, like somebody could just wrench my neck for a long time and I could just kind of suck it up. And now it's just like, I have like a little baby neck. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like barely keeping my head up and uh, yeah, I just, I just can't rely on that neck strength anymore. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be the bully and just overpowering my white belts either, you know? And then, you know, a lot of blue belts here now are damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the white belts are, are getting yeah. better. It's, I mean, it's I feel like crazy. when I was a blue belt, I was like, you know, surviving, but I wasn't all that great. But some of the blue belts here, you know, got a lot of skill. And, you know, a lot of them have wrestling backgrounds or uh, some kind of martial art background in the past, you know, so. Yeah, some of these wrestlers, like the guy uh, Anthony that I rolled with today, he was, uh, you'll see the video, but there's a guy in white. Yeah, he messed me up pretty good with his uh, with his wrestling. Got some good uh, positions, and I think he got me in a couple of submissions. So when he first got me down, you can you can say hi. Go ahead. Come here. Want to yeah. say hi? This is my little one. This is Charlotte. <laughs> you know, maybe she'll see her one day in competition. You want to do jitsu when you get older? Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh. <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> She's gonna do the butt scoots. She's gonna be a champ already. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Keenan Cornelius over here. Yeah. All right. Shh. Okay. Yeah. Keep it down, baby. Okay. But yeah. Like I was, I started rolling with that guy, and uh, he took me down, and he had me in a position, and I had like his his arm and his wrist, and I was like, "What belt to you, man?" And he's like, "Blue." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And then he's like, "You're gonna wrist lock me?" And I was like, "Well, I was." <laughs> and I just kind of stopped. But yeah, he uh, his wrestling was far superior to mine. His uh, his top position had me down pretty good. So I don't know. I just kind of had to suck that one up. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of these younger kids are strong now. I don't know. I think fitness in itself is. Uh, Evolved from when we were younger. I mean, well, it's not, and we're getting older. You know, feel that too. <laughs> we got some old man strength, but but uh, yeah. yeah. I also feel like I also feel like you know a lot of kids now are into fitness, and I think uh, fitness is coming back. You know, whereas yeah. for a while there, um, fast food and uh, video games you know, are big. And it's still big, but I think as well, you know, a lot of kids are getting back into uh, sports and stuff, which I hope. Yeah, because I think uh, we saw that a lot of kids got into like video games and stuff, and then I think bullying kind of made a comeback for a long time, and now 
kids and adults are trying to, you know, to bring back martial arts and you know, self-defense and just sports in general for the camaraderie and teamwork and stuff like that. I think that tends to lessen bullying, and hopefully in the future we'll see we'll see less of that, especially with martial arts. Yeah, because everybody knows how to kick ass, and you know, people will be less inclined to uh, to bully somebody. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I do hope that you know, the, like my kids. Yeah, you know, I know you're dead too, and you got young ones. Um, that you know, something like jujitsu will make an impact on their life and teach them to be competitive, but also teach them that life isn't always about winning. You know, you do lose sometimes, and that also, you know, overcome so many challenges as well. Yeah, yeah. Like my uh, my oldest daughter, she's 16 now, and you know, she used to always think I was I was good at everything, even with jujitsu. She's like, oh, you always win. I'm like, kid, I don't always win. I, I I've lost way more than I've won in jujitsu. And for me, it's not about uh, it's not about winning. Like my even my girlfriend, she asked me like, why do you you know do the the so such a long roll for your birthday? She's like, you're getting older. I'm like, it's for me, it's, it's about being humble. You know, I, I might be good, but I'm not gonna be good if I'm rolling for 40 minutes straight. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? At some point, I'm gonna get tired, and somebody's gonna get me. And I just I, I want I, I never want to be in the frame of mind to where I think I'm anywhere near the best. Like I want to always want to think that I can be beaten and just stay humble and never think that. You know, I can just beat up anybody because that's that's not living in a factual world. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this stuff is fun for me. It is. It is all fun. And Forty minutes, if you last, is humbling. You know, it teaches uh, a lot of these new kids not to give up too. Yeah, yeah, because uh, some of these kids are way younger than me. They, they can't roll for forty minutes. Right? <laughs> and it's just like you just got to get used to it. You know, just, just got to keep up, and it's all right. On my audio, nobody they'll just hear it yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Also, you know, it teaches you that, you know, to uh, store some of that energy, too, you know, because if you try to go really hard for 40 minutes, you're going to burn out pretty quick. So, yeah, there was times, in the, you'll see in the video, I'll just, I'll just grab and walk down and just try to hang on <laughs> for dear life, trying not to die. <laughs> so, that's like one of my moves. Even, even though I'm stuck in the lockdown, I'm, I'm comfortable there for a little while. Or at least I was until my neck got messed up. Now I got to be careful. Until I keep you in lockdown. Yeah, well, I don't, I avoid the lockdown. This guy, he can lock down me and tap me. So it's been the way since like I first started doing jujitsu, because he put so much pressure on my calf. My, my Hulk legs. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, this this dude has like the strongest lock I ever felt in my entire life. Um, what else? What else is new in like the, the land of jujitsu since I've been gone for a long time? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Getting a lot of promotions here at this, cl this school. You we know, have uh, classes. You know, got some brown belts now. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Robert got brown. He's like 50. He's in his mid to late 50s. I don't know. He's old. He's old, but <laughs> he'll mess you up, man. He'll go forever too. Yeah, yeah. He might, you know, he's strong too. You know, he's, it's just one of those things where I always hope I'm that way when I'm 50, 60 years old. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's like a older Asian guy, and he doesn't look like until he takes his shirt off. Then you're like, well, okay, what the hell's yeah. going on here? Old man boobs. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell he's like he's pretty. He's really strong. He's like a, he comes from a wrestling background. And for a long time, he would just do like a lot of uh, wrestling type moves. So he used Katsugatame like a lot, the uh, the scarf hold position, and he would mess people up. And recently, I noticed that he started doing like, you know, more. He started diversifying his his skill set. So I think that's why he got his brown, which is well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. legit. Real legit. And we got a lot of new blue belts too. We do. We have a lot of blue belts. Uh, a lot of guys have been here for a while. They finally got their blue. A lot of guys are new, who have uh, not new, new, but fairly new. Have you know just shown that they worked hard, came every day, show skill level, and we still promote them too. So. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys that are white belts that are just to me they're already at a blue belt level. I'm like, not even just basic skill, but just like the it's hard for me to like get them out of position or anything. You know, and it's, like their overall like top pressure stuff like that is like it's really good. Their submissions need need work, but. 
um, a couple of those guys are just like, man, like I, I don't understand you like this good, you know, so so quickly. But also they have previous grappling background, like wrestling or something like that. So, but it just shows. I mean, if, if you have some sort of grappling background, you come over to jujitsu, like you already have a leg up on most people. Like yeah, the vast I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't wrestle in high school. I kind of wish I did. My school I went to a private school didn't have wrestling. Um, you know, but I thought you know, knowing what I know now, and you know my my body type, I think I pretty, probably would be pretty good at it. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. I never did it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish I would have done it too. But, you know, I did, I did grapple a lot, you know, with my uh, my work, and obviously, you know, I did a lot of classes and self-defense classes and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Well, I came from the Marine Corps, so I did some grappling as well and some stand-up and, you know, make maps and stuff like that, but it wasn't quite as in-depth as uh, doing pure jiu-jitsu as far as grappling goes. For me, this is like, it's my favorite martial art to, like, to learn because I can do it relatively safely. Unless I fall on my fucking head. <laughs> or I rip, or rip my, my wrist apart, you know. That was my fault, son. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was sort of your fault. It was just, I don't know. We were both new back then, though. Yeah, yeah. We used to, uh, every Friday we used to come here when they were cleaning the mats up. and used to be octagon in here. We used to just roll in the octagon for like two or three hours. Yeah, it was just us two. And every yeah. now and then, uh, a couple guys would come over. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, we kind of evolved together and we grew together in jiu-jitsu. I mean, I've done jiu-jitsu longer. But I never really got serious and uh, consistent with it till you know I came here at this school, yeah. and then uh, you know when Rasan started, you know, we kind of became friends fairly quickly. I think our uh, common goal was beer. Yeah, then. yeah. Even though I drink, <laughs> I drink a lot less beer nowadays, but um, still, yeah. You know, beer festivals and drinking and going out and stuff like that was our common denominator, and then jiu-jitsu, obviously. Um, but I think you know we've been friends for a long time and kind of evolved. Uh, uh, together in jiu-jitsu yeah pretty much got promoted together he probably would have gotten blue belt same time I did except he was injured yeah, yeah. at the time which kind of held him back a few months so but it didn't stop like that's one of the things like I've been injured in jiu-jitsu a couple times nothing too major I mean yeah my neck was fucked up and my wrist was fucked up I, I, I didn't stop going to jiu-jitsu you know like when my wrist was fucked up I think I told the story a couple times on the podcast I just uh as soon as it came out of like the cast, they gave me like a, a splint. So I just put a splint on, and I would I would wrap uh, my belt around my my waist and around my arm, and I just roll with one hand. I did it for like three or four months. And, you know, I learned uh, my jujitsu got a lot better from that. And then with my neck, I just didn't stop coming for a while. I was just drilling, and uh, now when I'm when I'm rolling, I just hey, I, I tell people like, listen, my, my my neck is messed up, but you know, go for my neck if you if you want to get a tap. I'll just tap early. You know, if I if I can defend it, and if I know it's coming, I'll just tap. But I'm I'm always cognizant that I can't have somebody like wrench it on my neck. So if they wrench it all, I'll just tap and it's okay. I mean, as long as they respect the tap, then we're good to go. If you don't respect the tap, then you know, I'm not going to roll with you. So um, I think that's one of the main things. If, if you're ever injured in, in jiu-jitsu or anything else, just find a way that, that it can work for you and just don't, don't stop coming. Like do whatever you can. Even if it's just sitting here, like watch people train, just try and stay in the mindset and just don't fall off. Or movements, do some kind of movements, yeah. or, you know. Uh, calisthenics or some kind of drilling where you know you don't got to use that the part that's injured yeah i mean nothing's more humbling until you get submitted by a one-handed man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should happen a lot yeah um, not, not to you but to other, to other people no. i got you a couple times though. but uh yeah it's it's crazy you know watching this guy like come here every year now 40 and still coming and uh you know injured or not you know um, you know I think you were still fairly injured when you went to our uh, seminar in LA, right? Uh, yeah, I think I was still uh, still recovering from that from that injury, but I just kept going. I mean, John Jack Machado was teaching a class, and he has fucking like two fingers. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Thanks for rolling with me. Okay. Uh, sorry, same body, same body, but um, yeah. I mean, I think you still did the class. I think you're still taping up your wrist back then. Yeah, yeah, it was because I remember Kinezo taping the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, just mean, just gotta have the, the right kind of mindset. Just don't don't let little things like that defeat you. You know, it's like uh, what was it like the the thing that made me stop from like quitting like a lot of stuff is after I was I was in the Marine Corps. This is like this is seriously how I changed my mindset. Like when I was in the Marine Corps, um, I had to go to MCT. And it's a true story. Like I was uh, I, I was my brother was driving me to MCT, which is Marine Corps combat training. And we got in a really bad car accident. I was in the back seat. Oh, shit. And I fucked up my shoulder, right? And you could read my dog tags off my chest. It was such a hard impact. We went 70 miles per hour into a center divide. And uh, I had to went to the emergency room. And I couldn't even go like this with my left hand. I couldn't put it up. I'd, I'd get to right here, and that was it. And the doctor said, hey, you know, you can't do anything for at least two weeks. <laughs> so I was like, okay. He's like, give me a, you know, wrote down a note. I gave it to my, my new instructors for, for uh, MCT. And I'm like, oh, okay, we'll see the note. They just threw it away. I was doing combat training with a 60, 80-pound pack the next week. And uh, I remember one time, uh, you do fire watch by uh, usually last name first. And my last name was starts with a B. And uh, so I had to wake people up, you know. So I'm tired as fuck, you know, in the middle of the night. So I, I go to wake people up and to, to take over fire watch. Somebody has to watch over the camp the whole night. I remember I was trying to wake this guy up and he wouldn't wake up. And I was like, dude, I'm tired as fuck. Like, why would this fucking guy wake up? And I remember I was so angry at this guy not waking up. I told myself at that moment, I was like, I'm gonna sleep so fucking light that if anybody touches me in the middle of the night, I'm just gonna wake up just so I never make somebody feel that way to where they're tired as shit and they, you know, can't get somebody up to get their rest. And ever since then, I stopped like sleeping with an alarm clock. And so every morning I wake up without an alarm clock, that's like my instant win for the day. And so that, that's like my, that's what changed my mindset is I get my, my win for the day with just that one small thing, and then I go from there. But one small thing in your life can can change your life dramatically. Kind of inspirational shit, I think. Antares uh, separates Marines from the rest of the world, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do sleep with alarm clocks, so. because <laughs> you're a weak bitch, <laughs> I, I don't have that mindset yet. But uh, I also keep a gun next to my bed, so yeah. if you wake me up in the middle of the night and scare me, you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't got that. I just got these guns. <laughs> I used to have guns, though, not, not anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it just it's, it really is a lot to do with your mindset. Um, you know, whether you're. Uh, out of shape or overweight or uh, you know just a, a sad bitch. <laughs> yeah, we've it, all it really been just there. you know. I mean, I'm not you know the fittest person, but yet you know I still come here and I still try to keep up with everybody. And you know I don't let these uh, skinny little dudes uh, get over on me. Yeah, they run, they run all over you, man. Like instantly, like it's insane, like how quick they can move on you. And now that I'm a little bit lighter, like I can move sort of similarly, but it still takes a toll because I'm a little older and still a little little heavy. Like right now, I think I'm like 175. I gave myself a six-pound additional to my limit after I got injured, so... I, was I like, still I feel like I, uh, I move okay, though, for my size. Yeah, yeah, you for do. For the most part. You need to work on your flexibility, though, man. You're still a little stiff. Yeah. But I'm, I can't really talk. I'm not very flexible. I need to uh, do more stretching. Yeah. More calisthenics. That's the hardest thing. You do those, uh, those heat yoga classes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to do the, the P90X yoga. That shit was really good. It got me in really good shape. Like, when I started first losing... Not first losing weight, but when I... Started doing jujitsu, it really helped with my flexibility, especially my hips, because I couldn't do triangles like forever. I thought it was impossible, and then eventually I could do them. I just figured out it was the angle. Well, I didn't figure it out. My instructor kept saying it was the angle, but I was too stupid to understand what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> so every time they say it's the angle, and you don't understand what it is, it's just because you're too stupid <laughs> to understand what they're talking about. But it is, it's just the angle. And once you figure it out, you'll be golden. Yeah, a lot of angles in jujitsu, um, especially when you're short and you got short, stocky legs like me. Yeah, same with me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, it's one of the, I've done a lot of martial arts in my life. You know, I uh, grew up doing uh, Kung Fu and Taekwondo. Got a black belt in Taekwondo when I was like 12 or 13. So that's why it's Mr. X. He was and that then, kid in the video game. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was doing uh, 
you know, Hapkido and Taekwondo again in college, Krav Maga, and then uh, stuff in the in the academy. Um, but you know, not until I got into Jiu-Jitsu where I actually found a passion and you know something that I like to stick with. Yeah, this one's like it gets the aggression out. I think most a lot of other martial arts they miss that aspect, unless you're like boxing or something like that or, or Muay Thai. But you're getting hit in the head, right? That's what I mean. It's cool, I guess, but I, I use my brain for a living. Like <laughs> I do complicated stuff for work, and I, I can't have my, my brain slip at all with uh, with what I do prof for a profession. So, but I, I you know I, I have the most respect for people that box and, and do Muay Thai and all that stuff. I just don't want to do it because I, I don't mind getting hit in the face. That's the problem. <laughs> Well, if you're good enough boxer, you won't get hit in the face, right? That's true. I'm no Floyd Mayweather, so and I'm never gonna get there because I'm fucking 40 already. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think jiu-jitsu is one of the martial arts that I found that actually, like, you have to work to evolve. You know, um, at the same time, it's like, you know, this is only what five belts. What yeah. Well, there's more than there's more than five, but there's there's sort of five belts well, right five belts to black yeah you know, and then there's different degrees and then it also like, you know coral red, and red, red so and the, there's another one too but most people don't get to those i don't know if ever be the grandmaster to get no those. we're <laughs> too old uh, uh, we started too late yeah my goal is to at least make it to black if i can make it to black then <laughs> yeah we'll make it to black and then we'll do black and yellow like the, the real black and yellow gym it's coming y'all but uh <laughs> yeah but i mean you know as far as you know five belts you know each belt is actually, you know, really significant. You know, every time I promote, it's like it feels like you actually accomplished something. You know, it's not like those uh, Taekwondo class you take as a kid. You know, you come for a month, you get a belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, memorize a couple of forms or whatever, and you get a belt. You know? Yeah, especially like I think when you get the purple belt, that's when you like you feel like holy shit, like I'm actually decent at this. I think when you get to blue, you know, you're okay. You get the purple, you're like, all right, like you feel a lot more confident with like your skill set, you know. And I'm looking forward to to brown. I mean, once you get the purple, you, you really have no excuse to to not get your brown and black because you should you should be able to get there at that point. You just got to keep coming. It, well, with jujitsu in general, if you, if you keep coming, eventually all this shit will come to you. It just just takes mat time, you know. You know and don't take breaks. <laughs> that's that's the worst because you take breaks and then your uh, your skill set gets stale and then everybody else gets better. So then you come back to the gym. And everybody else that you used to come with got way better, and then you started sucking a little bit, and like the the gap between your skills are like that much more, and it's embarrassing. I am guilty of that. I mean, I think I'm like a six-year uh, white belt and like a four or five-year black group blue belt. Yeah, and I took a lot of gaps. You know, I was going through a lot of stuff at home, also, uh, um, you know, work and stuff, and being a father of two kids, it's just it took a lot of time off of me. You know? Not trying to make excuses. No, but, it's, um, I know how it is. Yeah, man. I mean, life, yeah. life gets in the way, and sometimes you take gaps and then. Um, but yeah, I mean, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at. Um, I'm still not, you know, where I'd like to be, you know. But I don't know if we ever are. But um, but I think I've come to a point now where I kind of understand, you know, at least my body type, my game a little bit more, and understand where, you know, what I need to do or not do so much. All right, well, this is, we're gonna wrap it up. This is uh, what 20 something minutes, and then I'll, after this, I'll probably put in the. Uh me rolling partially get my ass kicked for 40 minutes so <laughs> you'll have fun watching that and see uh and you still tapped me twice and yeah, i was the last person in the world with, so. yeah yeah some sniper moves well it wasn't even sniper moves just arm bars i think i'm like one of the few people on here that can arm bar you uh, yeah, it took you a long time <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, that's why i'm good at him now because I, really, I used to suck at arm bars and this guy he has a really good arm bar defense and i'm just like i had to figure out how to how to do it now it's a challenge every time i get to that position i'm gonna fucking get that arm bar yeah <laughs> now my problem is i let people get too far the arm bar because for me to do do what I do in my defense, I kind of have to like let them almost get to that arm bar part. Yeah, do a slip and slide, man. Get over to the ground. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we're gonna end it. Uh, thank you very much.
All right, buddy. Yeah. I will see you tonight. Yeah, yeah. See you tonight. Have a couple drinks. See you later. Peace. What?